Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. Now, in its 175th year, Hillsdale is a truly independent institution where learning is prized and intellectual enthusiasm is valued. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to Hillsdale for their sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Number 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Ladies and gentlemen, at uh, the demand of my brother, Sean Hannity, I will be on Hannity tonight, right after this program, almost immediately after this program, between 9.05 and 9.15, and the President of the United States will be on Hannity thereafter. Uh, I have spent... A great deal of time this afternoon, pouring through 110 single-space pages of the Biden-Sanders Unity Task Force recommendations. Not reports on it, but reading it myself. And I suspect none of you have the time to do that, which is completely understandable. This reads like a communist manifesto in exquisite detail. It is laced with words about America discriminating on race, discriminating on wealth, inequities, and page after page, subject area after subject area. They intend with the iron fist to resolve these matters. Massive efforts at redistribution of wealth. Massive control over neighborhoods and communities. Massive interference in your private life, whether it's health care or education or the economy. It is enormous. Every sector of the economy, every job is going to be affected in a negative way.
Let me give you some... I'll get to all the other news, Steve Bannon and so forth, but I want to get to what we need to get to. This should be the number one issue. Notice this. This is not being discussed by a single journalist, a single news host, a single cable channel or network channel or satellite channel. It's not in being discussed in detail on conservative talk radio. And yet they've laid out their blueprint. Again, it's talked about in a rather general way. It's not discussed at the Democrat National Convention. It's not discussed by Republicans in Congress. And it must be. This is a communist manifesto that makes the original communist manifesto look like a joke. And I don't know where they get off doing all these things, given we have a constitution that's supposed to limit the power of the central government and leave the rest of the power to the states and individuals. But I suspect as a result of Supreme Court decision after Supreme Court decision, here we are. I'm going to give you a little bit of taste of this. Just a little. Because I'm only halfway through. And I can't possibly write it all down. So I'm just taking the highlights. And here we said, what can we expect from a Biden speech? And what did you think about Obama's speech? And what did you... Let's focus. What do they want to do? Let's look at the economy. Broad public investment into infrastructure like America's roads and bridges, in addition to retrofitting American homes and buildings to be more energy efficient. They mean to retrofit in a short period of time 4 million buildings. Encourage more publicly owned and municipal broadband networks. Publicly owned? Expand private and, uh, public and private caregiving jobs in health care, child care, elder care. Increase compensation, benefits, bargaining power, and training in these jobs. They want to unionize all these jobs. And set wages. Create a postal banking system to expand banking access for low-income families. Oh, that sounds cool. What does that mean? That means you and I are going to provide... Massive sums of money for people to go to the bank and access. Forge a new social and economic contract. Bail out states and cities. $15 nationwide minimum wage. Massive expansion of private sector unions. Elimination of right to work laws in states. A Federal Domestic Workers' Bill of Rights, a Power Act, which is a further federal guarantees to public sector unions. This is their teachers and the bureaucrats. Guaranteed paid sick leave, guaranteed family leave, massive redistribution of wealth through taxation. Federal government will provide affordable housing, federal homeowners and renters' Bill of Rights where the federal government will regulate landlords. Federal involvement in local zoning decisions in neighborhood economic and 
racial diversity. And I've just touched the tip of the iceberg. How about health care? There'll be a public option plan administered by Medicare. That is, anybody, whether they have health care or not, will be placed on Medicare if they want to be placed on Medicare. The age to enroll in Medicare would also be lowered from 65 to 60. So Medicare is going to be obliterated. Taxpayer funding of all abortions. Gun control and confiscation will be treated as a public health issue. In other words, the back door through which they will destroy the Second Amendment. Again, I'm touching the tip of the iceberg. Education. Establish universal pre-kindergarten for three- and four-year-olds. Ensure early childhood educators have the right to organize and collectively bargain. So all these private schools, parochial schools. Ban for-profit charter schools. Eliminate competition. Tuition-free college. Capping student loan payments. You must be wondering, where is all this money coming from? Where do they get all this I've, I've just gotten started. Criminal justice. You want to know where this idea of re-imaging criminal justice comes from? It comes from Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden. Create a federal civilian corps of unarmed first responders, including as social workers, EMTs, and trained mental health professionals to handle nonviolent emergencies in communities. Well, how do you know they're nonviolent until you get there? So as to cut down on the use of police in these situations. Reduce the militarization of police by reinstating a rule to limit the sale and transfer of military weapons to police departments and domestic law enforcement agencies. Yeah, that's been a big problem, you know, local cops using tanks. And the use of private prisons and detention centers, including for immigration-related offenses. Well, the reason we use them is because we're out of space. Prevent disparate disciplinary treatment of children of color in school and educational settings. Well, why don't you just treat everybody as equal? And if you're not behaving, you get punished regardless of your race. No, this will be a race-based issue. Federal standards for training and use of force for law enforcement. Federal standards. Lower the standard for prosecuting law enforcement officials and expand prosecutions. That's their word. Expand them. Eliminate imprisonment for failing to pay fines or fees. And they talk about the appointment of leftists to the federal courts. Immigration. Extend the Affordable Care Act benefits to DREAMers. In other words, federal insurance. Immigrants with temporary legal status under the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program. Waivers to the permanent bars that keep families separated so they want to expand chain migration. Expand it. Support the Domestic Workers' Bill of Rights to give immigrant workers in the U.S. expanded rights. So unionize 
is what they're talking about. Domestic workers. Massively expand immigration and thereafter citizenship. Now, as I say, I've only gotten through half of it. Did this get your attention, Mr. Producer? They want to regulate vehicles. They want to regulate electricity, natural gas, and coal, and eventually eliminate fossil fuels. Beginning in 2030, and by 2035, in 15 years, they want to eliminate carbon dioxide. They call it carbon pollution. Carbon dioxide is not pollution, so they lie all the time. They lie all the time. I want you to think about this. Is this what you want? They put out this massive document to appease, or at least to appeal to, their radical base. The Sanders supporters, the rioters, the looters, the arsonists, the leftists, whatever. And yet they try and paint Biden as a moderate, and they try and paint Harris as a moderate. This is their mandate. This is their manifesto. I've taken the time to read half of it, and I'm going to read the other half of it. This is no joke. This is no joke. And by hook or by crook, they intend to take the presidency, hold the House, and take the Senate. And they want to eliminate the filibuster rule, and they want to pack the court, add seats to the Supreme Court, and then pack it with more activists. Now you have a better feel for what's been taking place. Now you have a better feel for what's up for grabs. Your country, your freedom, literally your home and your income and your health care. And when they take over the schools, and when they use the schools to indoctrinate your children and your grandchildren, because that's their intention, I fear for future generations. We have an obligation. We, you and me, this generation, like past generations, to protect and defend this country, to protect and defend our children and grandchildren and generations yet born. This is a communist manifesto. They can call it whatever they want. They can call it whatever they want. And now they're going to claim they put it out there for everybody to read. So if they win the election, they have a mandate. None of you have read this. The media pretend that this is no big deal. They haven't gone through this page by page by page like I am. Paragraph by paragraph by paragraph like I am. It's a very difficult task, trust me. Particularly when you read it as somebody who believes in our founding, our history, our economic system. Particularly when you believe in the family unit. And limited government and a constitutional representative system. And let me tell you something. They say this is a people's movement. If they institute 10% of this, it has nothing to do with the people. The people have no say whatsoever. This is a top-down, centralized, iron-fisted, brass-knuckle, big government agenda. Marx would be very proud. I'll be right back.
Now, I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time. Because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in. Whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of conservative thought. It's called Imprimus. 5.4 million Americans receive Imprimus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. There's no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Go to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. Now I want you to get a little bit of a taste of this. When you look at the state of California, California used to be the most exciting, vibrant, progressive in the general sense of the word, not the political sense of the word, state in the country. It wasn't even close. Everybody wanted to go to California. It really was the land of opportunity within the land of opportunity. But they destroyed it. In 20 years. It took just 20 years. Some would argue less than that. But they've destroyed it. Now you have shortages. You have blackouts. You have citizens leaving. Illegal immigrants coming. Massive taxes. Massive regulations. Massive. Homeless. Drug addicts in some of the most beautiful cities, or were, in the country. Wall Street Journal, California blackouts, a warning for states ramping up green power. Can you imagine what the Democrat Party manifesto would do to this country? They want to do more than California has done. And there'll be no escaping it. Millions of Californians could lose power in coming days, the state's grid operator warned, as it continues to struggle with inadequate electricity supplies. Imagine inadequate electricity, natural gas, oil, coal. Imagine. They're driving us back into third world status. That's exactly what's taking place here. And that's exactly what the Democrat Party is embracing. Where are the media? I'll be right back. Now, I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. 
That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of conservative thought. It's called Primus. 5.4 million Americans receive Primus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. There's no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Go to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. This is the nation's town hall meeting, and you can join in at 877-381-3811. A few more things they want to do. Again, I am about two-thirds to three-fourths of the way through this document. They want to appoint leftists to the federal courts. They want to appoint leftists to prosecutorial positions. You see how that's working out. They want to reduce pretrial detention. Abolish the federal death penalty. Retroactively reduce uh, sentences. All but end solitary confinement. Abolish prison later, uh, labor. And ensure that 100% of housing for formerly incarcerated individuals is provided. What do you think of that? What do you think of that? This is 100 times better than the Soviet Constitution. Now, obviously, this will destroy our economy. It'll destroy our workforce. It will destroy our businesses. It will destroy your communities. It will destroy the creation of wealth. It will destroy the investment of wealth. It will, res- it will destroy uh, the entire nature of this society. And for what? Can I ask you for what? Why would we do this? Because of a perceived problem? And how is it that they're able to do it if they win one election? One election? You can destroy our republic? You can destroy the constitution? You can destroy our economic system? That's their plan. That's their plan. It's quite shocking. You can download this document. Again, I say it's it's, it's very heavy. It's a dense document. But so be it. It's called, again, make sure you have a lot of paper in your printer and make sure you have a lot of ink in your printer. Biden-Sanders Unity Task Force Recommendations. This is their manifesto. Should we link to it, Mr. Producer, on our website? After this show, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll put it on marklevinshow.com. Now let's link to it on Mark Levin Show Facebook and Mark Levin Show Twitter, okay? And of course, Mark Levin Parlor. Mark Levin Show Parlor, our new friends there. You ought to see what they want to do to education. All kinds of indoctrination. Elementary and secondary school. Unbelievable.
These people are not kidding. This comes straight out of the Bernie Sanders playbook, which comes straight out of the Communist Manifesto. I'm not kidding. They want to run these school districts. More nurses, more mental health professionals, more counselors, more health care personnel, double the number of mental health care professionals in all the schools, expand funding for after-school and summer programs, teen centers and tutoring. Just, just list whatever you want. Whatever you want. Let's see. Increase teacher salaries. Eliminate the teaching penalty. I don't know what that is. And for teachers, forgive up to $50,000 in student loans. This is their payoff to the NEA and the AFT. That's what it is. Resist programs such as temporary stipends or test score-based bonuses, which can disappear by funding cutbacks or policy changes. So in other words, merit is out. Merit is out. It's just incredible. It's really... uh... What do you think about this, ladies and gentlemen? Do we have any interest, Mr. Call Screener? Hello? We have calls coming in. Let's go ahead and screen them so we can bring people in. Because I think this is absolutely... They're not used to me taking calls this early, you see. But I'm, I'm almost speechless. Private schools discontinue funding of the Scholarships for Opportunity and Results Act. This voucher program authorizes the diversion of $20 million. So they want to spend trillions more, but they want to go over and destroy school choice. They insist on destroying school choice while they talk about minorities and equality and all the rest. Pose any and all voucher and neo-voucher programs, such as education saving accounts and tax credit scholarship programs. Eliminate high-stakes standardized testing that unfairly label students. You see where we're going with this? This is really quite amazing. And this is what they're going to push. Remember that Politico piece I read to you the other day? where they interviewed a number of activists, members of Congress, uh, public figures who call themselves progressives, you know, Marxists. Remember what they said? They're going to demand on the institution and establishment of these policies, and they're not going to take a pass. And they're going to demand them starting on day one. On day one. And... I believe that's the case. Forgive up to $50,000 in student debt for those working in public service. You see how the Democrats reward their, their voters? You see, Mr. Producer, how they reward their voters? How about those in public service? I mean, in a private service. For-profit colleges are under attack. Um... <clears throat> Those individuals who may not want to join a union will either have no choice, but they'll come under attack. This is a very, very serious program. You can call it fascist, you can call it communist, you can call it whatever you want. 
And this is the problem in our society today. This is the problem. We have more media than ever before. More news platforms, whether it's cable, whether it's satellite, whether it's network, radio, podcasting, social media. And I'll give you a perfect example. This stuff affects your life. It's quite serious. Who's informing you about this? Go over to the Drudge Report. Don't. I'll just tell you what's there. It's all Mickey Mouse stuff, anti-Trump stuff. What the Democrats are saying and how important it is what they're saying. It's a disgrace. Absolute disaster. You're not being informed by him. You're not being informed by most of these other sites. Some of them are far better than others, that's for sure. But these big ones... This site, Mediaite, all it does, it takes clips off television and attacks conservatives and Trump endlessly and promotes Obama and all his hacks and Biden and all his hacks. That's what it does. Dan Abrams, ABC News. You've seen him on cable. He creates these programs, courtroom this or that, police department this. You go, oh, that's a pretty good guy. He's not a good guy. In the least. Or you go over to Media Matters. It literally feeds these newsrooms. In my view, it's a criminal operation because I think it violates the Internal Revenue Code. I mean, you're going to go after Bannon. Okay, what about Media Matters? Just one man's opinion. It's in bed with the Democrats. There's no question. And I'm sure depositions and discovery would demonstrate all of it. Get a hold of their cell phones and their texts. Get a hold of their emails and everything else. That, that would be discovery. Put people under oath, under penalty of perjury, imprisonment. You'd learn a hell of a lot. You got George Soros out there trying to destroy our country. It's not enough that he's made $20 billion trying to collapse this country. Collapse it. Why? Because he's a power-hungry monster. That's why. My opinion. But now the Marxists and the Democrat Party have found their stooge, and the stooge's name is Joe Biden. He's a stooge. And the president's exactly right when he says he's a puppet. The vice president's exactly right when he says he's a Trojan horse. Bernie Sanders is their candidate, Bernie the Red, and Bernie's a Marxist. I don't care how he tries to dress it up like he's some kind of European socialist or look at Denmark. This is a man who embraced the Soviet Union. This is a man who embraced Cuba. Nicaragua, Venezuela, communist China. That's who he is. He's an old Brooklyn, New York red. A soapbox communist. That's what he is. And he moves to Vermont. Vermont. He doesn't move to a racially or ethnically diverse state. No, he moves to Vermont. Gets elected to the, as mayor of Burlington. Gets elected to the House. Then gets elected to the Senate. Runs for president of the United States against Hillary. Gets about 45% of the vote. Runs again. And you know who stops him? Elizabeth Warren stops him. Because they divided the kook vote in the Democrat Party. She hung in there. Through Super, Tuesday, uh, through, uh, Super Tuesday. And they divided the kook vote. Meanwhile, 
the historically number three African-American Democrat in the House of Representatives, he backed Biden over Kamala Harris. And you have a significant black population in South Carolina, a significant force within the Democrat Party, very significant. So Biden slides through. But then he knows Biden has no base. Even Obama's not endorsing him. Neither of them. Because they know he's a goofball. They don't trust him. So he gets the nomination. And in order to get the support of the quote-unquote base of the Democrat Party, he embraces willingly what is this manifesto that will destroy every corner of this country. I don't care if you live in a city, the suburbs, the exurbs. I don't care if you're in a rural area, a farmer, a rancher. I don't care what you are. If you're a truck driver, electrician, a plumber. In fact, here's the thing you need to understand. The real focus of the Marxist is the blue-collar worker. The poor, the wealthy, they'll get to them at some point. They need the proletariat. That's what they call you. That's what they call the so-called middle class of America. You're the proletariat. And they need you to turn on the system. Because if you don't turn on the system, it's not enough to have the rich and the poor. It's not enough to have Black Lives Matter and Antifa. They need you. The voters in Ohio and Pennsylvania, in North Carolina and Florida, in Georgia, Nevada, Michigan and Wisconsin and Minnesota, the voters in the so-called battleground states, they're battleground states because this is where so many of our blue-collar Americans live and work. And you're going to decide what kind of country you live in, what kind of country we live in. You're the target. You're the target. And you see these plans, they're going to be indoctrinated. <clears throat> Excuse me. Whatever little wealth you accumulated, they're going to control. They're going to control what schools your kids go to and what they learn. These are leftists. Leftists. They don't believe in red-blooded Americans. They believe in red. You know, red. They're aficionados of the Washington Compost and the New York Slimes. Most of you blue-collar workers, you have nothing in common with the editorial boards of the New York Slimes and the Washington Compost. You have nothing in common with these people who look at the TV that you're looking at through the TV at CNN and MSNBC. They don't rub elbows with you. They don't have dirt under their fingernails. They're social engineers. They're social activists. All of them. These environmental... Uh, policies will destroy our car industry. They'll destroy our steel industry. They'll destroy all of our smokestack industries. You can't have 100% free carbon dioxide in 15 years, for God's sakes. And by the way, it's not even a pollutant. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. 
Now, I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time. Because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in. Whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of conservative thought. It's called Imprimus. 5.4 million Americans receive Imprimus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. There's no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Go to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. You know, it's amazing with all the talking they do on TV about the election and the conventions and this one's speech and that one's speech. God knows how many words are expended, how much carbon dioxide, if you will. Isn't it amazing how little substance there is? Almost no substance. It's incredible. We have a party that wants to destroy this country from inside and turn it inside out in every respect. And it gets no attention. No attention. All right, I will move on in the next hour to some of the other issues that are front and center. But I'm going to keep this list that I've produced for myself. And I'm going to have it handy. And from time to time, we're going to refer to it. Because we need to remind ourselves, we need to slap ourselves awake and slap our friends and family awake. This isn't some joke. This isn't about Twitter. This isn't about any of this. This is about saving this republic. I'll be right back. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. I'm Mark Levin. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Look. I'm not going to give you a critique of the speeches last night, all superficial nonsense. As I told you, within 48 hours of each speech, nobody will remember any of it. These aren't the great speeches in American history. There hasn't been a great speech yet. Do you want to know why? Because none of them embrace Americanism. None of them embrace you, the American people. None of, you embrace our fa- none of them embrace our founding principles. So who cares what they say? And here's another little secret. 300 million Americans aren't even paying attention. Some nights there's 18 million, 20 million. The vast majority of the country doesn't give an S. It's just all chatter. It's all it is. 
Well, Obama said this. We know Obama's a demagogue. That's what he is. That's what he is. They brought out all their old long-in-the-tooth bulls and bullets, and they brought them out. Who cares what Hillary Clinton said? She's a psycho. Now Joe Biden's going to come out. You know damn well he's been practicing whatever he's going to spew out for five days. No, Joe, the word's the, not Frank. Oh, okay. And so they'll focus on that, and that'll be a speech you forget by Saturday, so it doesn't matter. What I'm telling you matters. This is their agenda. It's their plan. Now, I want to hit something else. As you know, Steve Bannon was charged. Steve Bannon was never a friend of mine. He was an acquaintance, and then we kind of had a falling out. He would use his wonderful site, and I really liked the Breitbart site. I liked it when it was founded by Breitbart, and I like it today. It's terrific. But I wasn't all that excited about it when he ran it. This isn't piling on. I think this is well known, even by those folks. He would use the pages to attack me and attack others with whom he disagreed. It meant nothing to me, but that's what he would do. But still, I don't wish trouble or certainly imprisonment on people who I might disagree with or even people I get along with. But if it's true what he did here, he will face the the piper. But there's a couple things about this that, that bother me a lot. I immediately posted on my social site, so of course it was picked up throughout the day in talk radio and TV, but I have to communicate with you, you Levinites, by, by whatever the forum I have. I mean, I'm the cleanup hitter. I don't get up here until East time, Eastern Time, 6 p.m. at night. Pacific Time, 3 p.m. in the afternoon. So I'm the last one up. And so I, I go to my uh, Mark Levin Show Facebook, Mark Levin Show Twitter site. And I've been posting a lot. And I posted a lot. I send information. First thing when this broke, and we get it up there, I send my thoughts and my comments and my links to Mr. Producer, who puts them up. Sometimes Mr. Call Screener. Okay, got it. And I said, I'm watching all this coverage. It was breaking news early this morning that uh, Steve Bannon was uh, arrested. And in every sentence was Donald Trump's name. Former senior advisor to Donald Trump, former this, former that, advisor, campaign. Donald Trump fired Steve Cannon. Bannon, excuse me. Donald Trump fired Steve Bannon. Yes, he was a former staffer, former campaigner. Got it. But the reason why the media are going nuts is to try and damage Donald Trump. Donald Trump has nothing to do with this. Period. Don't read the news articles. Read the statement from the Southern District of New York and the Department of Justice. Audrey Strauss, the acting U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. Go ahead and read it. Donald Trump's name doesn't show up anywhere. Nowhere. Not even in their public release. So the media have to put his name in here. They have to put his name in here. Then I hear it said, well, how many people who knew Trump have been indicted? Not nearly as many who know the Clintons, I can tell you that. And Trump has much higher standards than Obama. I mean, Trump never hung out with the domestic terrorists. That would be Obama. Trump never allowed the Muslim Brotherhood and care into his office. That's Obama. Trump never took a picture with Farrakhan. 
That's Obama. Trump never invited uh, Al Sharpton in the White House. That's Obama. Obama likes, you know, they talk about Trump and dictators. Tell me, do you think Iran likes Trump today? With this snapback where he wants to impose every single sanction that's ever been imposed on Iran and impose them even harder right now? Think Iran likes Trump? You think China likes Trump? Where he's feeding them their lunch? They think Putin likes Trump when Trump canceled one of our nuclear deals because he was cheating? And put sanctions on the inner circle of, of Putin? Obama never did any of this stuff. Obama kissed the ass of communists all over the world. That's right, I said it. Cuba, Castro. Obama loved the Castros. He loved Morsi, the Muslim Brotherhood murderer who took power in Egypt. He loves Abbas, the terrorist that runs the Palestinian Authority. And you can go down the list. It's Obama that allowed ISIS to expand. Conversely, it's Obama who attacked Israel. It's Obama who attacked the United Kingdom. Hey, you know, Trump doesn't support NATO. It's Obama that didn't support the United States military, for God's sakes. And by the way, there's more money flowing into NATO now as a result of Trump's demands that they pay what they're supposed to pay than any time, even, let's, let's reimagine it, shall we? Anytime time Obama was in office. So Trump lines up quite well. Leaders of We Build the Wall online fundraising campaign charged with defrauding hundreds of thousands of donors. Now, let me just caution you. This is the best foot that's put out by the prosecutors. They'll prove their case. There's due process. And they'll have to prove their case beyond a reasonable doubt. New York's a tough neighborhood. It's full of leftists. And I'm not as excited about the Southern District in New York as some former federal prosecutors who are all over TV and radio telling us what a magnificent operation that is. I've seen a lot from that operation that isn't so magnificent. But that said, it's beside the point. If what was done can be proven as alleged, it's outrageous. But you have to wonder, how does Hunter Biden get a pass, Mr. Producer? You really do. A, how, how has Hillary Clinton stayed out of an orange jumpsuit as opposed to her pink jumpsuit all these years? You really have to wonder. It's really quite shocking. The Democrats, all of them, have nine lives, pretty much. But, you know, Bannon and others are charged. And I say maybe they should be. Time will tell. I'm not a special pleader for these guys. I don't even know them. Bannon I know, but he's not, not my buddy. But I'm, look, I'm not throwing people under the bus. I'm not driving the bus. I'm not a special pleader. It is what it is. Yes, the timing sucks. And there is something strange about that. You better not bring any charges on the Russiagate issue. Uh, no, no, no. Not before the election. Okay, we'll charge Bannon. Yeah, that's good. So if charges are brought before the election in the Russia gate matter, I don't want to hear from the libs and the Democrats and the media all one and the same anyway. Do you? All right, let's, let's take some calls here. John, 
John from Burbank yesterday, Burbank, California, 870 The Answer, the great KRLA, where we are live and national. John, go right ahead, sir. Hey, Mark. I just um, wanted to give a little personal insight to what it's been like living out here in California for 37 years. I'm originally from Pennsylvania. So oh, wait a minute. You that. have a Green New Deal? You've got all kinds of cool stuff going on in California. Yeah, yeah, and it's just about to collapse. The Green New Deal is going to be a safety net that's going to blow out here any second because you have this pension liability crisis that's going to hit California with the CalPERS. Uh, we have rolling blackouts because this uh, renewable green energy is not working out. They've, they've shutter, shuttered uh, natural gas plants, which burn clean, and replaced them with solar panel farms, and it's not working because as soon as the sun goes down, the power goes out. So this is triple-digit weather for these people. There are people that are, that are suffering in above 110-degree weather who, are, who have no air conditioning. So people are going to start passing out here pretty soon. Um, but this is... We are the canary in the coal mine for... Let, let me just explain how inhumane Marxism, progressivism, statism, whatever you... How inhumane it is. It makes people poor. It ruins their lifestyles. Uh, it, is, it is a devastating ideology, which is painted as something beautiful. And again, if we had anything but a corrupt media in this country, which really speaks with one monopolistic ideological voice people would understand exactly what's being proposed, exactly what's going on in California and so forth. But it's never going to happen because the media are in the tank. Well, if people just study the real data coming out of California, the economic data, the um, uh, everything, environmentalism, the, the crazy environmentalism, um, it's just, it's, it, it's unsustainable. I mean, it's going to collapse. This, this utopia will collapse rapidly. And people should pay very strict attention to what's going on here because we are the canary in the coal mine. We are, we are the canary in Bernie's coal mine, and we are going to pass out here pretty quick. And, and I want people to understand when you hear the debates, when they say capitalism doesn't work. Capitalism is a system that develops naturally. It develops naturally. It's not an ideology that's imposed on a society. Capitalism goes hand in hand with a free people. Voluntary arrangements, investments, personal motivation, free will. Capitalism is not a quote-unquote economic system that we embrace or we don't embrace. It's like liberty. You either have it or you have tyranny. You either have capitalism or you have a, an economic authoritarianism. And it's the same people who want to control the individual who want to control the economy. And they seek to control the individual through the economy. That's what Marx does. And you can see it playing out in California. And California is not alone. California used to be, you know, that, that was the, the finest state in the union. By far. By far. Everybody wanted to go to California. Now everybody can't wait to get the hell out of there. All right, John, I want to thank you for your call, my friend. We'll be right back. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. 
It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. We're going to have a fantastic Life, Liberty, and Levin on Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. If you can't watch it live, you can always DVR it, particularly the lead-up to the election. Every one of these hours on Sunday are precious, and I treat them as precious. I am truly blessed to have these multiple platforms and to have you in this audience. And this Sunday is very, very important. 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. The first half of the program, we're going to tackle once and for all the mail-in voting and postal service issue. The Senate's going to have a hearing on this tomorrow because Mitch McConnell's a knucklehead. And then Pelosi's going to pull some, some move on Monday. So we're going to get in front of this on Sunday. The second half of the program will be the definitive discussion. I don't know why I say this, because all the backbenchers on TV and radio are not going to do this, but we're going to have the definitive, once and for all, discussion on hydroxychloroquine. It doesn't matter what anyone else says, particularly these media hacks and political reporters. Two definitive topics that they're using to sabotage this country and sabotage the president. I actually spent more time preparing for both of these uh, issues than I normally do and I normally spend a lot of time so you won't want to miss it again Fox this Sunday, friends, family co-workers, neighbors encourage them to take a look 8pm Eastern 5pm Pacific um, I'm going to take some calls now, we have wonderful callers here and so let's begin with Dave, Wilmington, North Carolina on the Mark Levin app, go ahead Dave Hello? Yes, go ahead, Dave. Um, Well, I am a California native, transplant to North Carolina, and... There's a lot of that going on these days. (laughs) Yeah, we moved out here originally in 2001, and, um, but... All right. I did... Anyways, I know that um, when I worked in the California system... After I had already worked several years in a different district, when I came back, I was a little, little more seasoned, so I kind of knew a little bit more of my rights. Mm-hmm. And um, so I filled out some forms at the district office. Filled out, I, I was a religious. You're going to have um, to give us the short version. Go ahead. You can fill out forms to get out of the union, short of it. Okay. And keep your money, keep your money from going to the CTA or NEA. And okay. have to go to a nonprofit. You can now, but what they're proposing is you can't. They want to get rid of all the state right to work laws. They want to force all public employees, that would be teachers and among others, to be members of unions, <clears throat> and then they want to turn to the private sector and do exactly the same thing. 
because the union leadership, for the most part, not in every instance, but vast majority cases, use their membership dues to support Democrats. Right. The Democrats know what they're doing. They want to control the population. They want to control, quote unquote, the workers and the masses. They're going to treat you like the pro- the uh, proletariat. They're going to treat you like Russian factory workers. I'm serious. Uh, assembly line workers in our country who have the benefit in many cases of private health care either through their union or their employer, that's going to come to an end. Their industries, their jobs are going to come to an end. Be a disaster. All right, my friend, I want to thank you for your call. Let us go to Jennifer in Manhattan, New York, the great WABC. Go. Go ahead, Jennifer. Hi, Mark. Thank you for taking my call. And I just wanted to say thank you for all the great work you do and uh, keep up the great work. And, Thank you. Uh, I called in. I called in to comment on the public schools not reopening five days a week, mm-hmm. and that I, I find it completely maddening that our children are being held hostage by political hacks and along with the teacher unions that have put in place a list of demands that have nothing to do with COVID mm-hmm. and the safety of staff and and the kids uh, returning. Um, I. It's just. It's so frustrating because. As a, a family where both spouse, you know, my husband and I both worked full-time. Mm-hmm. Now my husband, he's out of work, has to now Jeez. be with the kids where we can't, he's not able to get back to work because we have no idea what's going to go on with the schools. So then now you put us in a predicament where we're just, like, left open, hanging on to see what's going so on. It's an amazing thing how we have this sort of stratified society. Uh, People who are in public sector unions or work for the government are treated one way. And all the worker bees that provide the food, that transport the food, that put the food on the shelves, that cook the food, uh, and so forth and so on, are treated another way. Those people want to work and do work. But we have a union in many cases uh, who do not want their members to work. They'll put up a thousand different reasons, but they want to get paid in full. And as I said, in my county, Loudoun County, Virginia, the teachers want a pay increase for not being in the classroom. I'll be back. Liberty's voice, Mark Levin. Talk with that voice now. 877-381-3811. You know, it's so sickening what these... uh, clown public officials in New York are doing to the President of the United States. When you hear about this, it should infuriate you. It should make you more resolute than ever before to make sure he wins. This is from uh, CNBC. President Trump's effort to fight a prosecutor's subpoena for his tax records was rejected today by a federal judge handing another loss to the President, a high-profile case that already made its way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, as I said at the time, didn't rule properly. Quite the contrary. It was a pathetic ruling. And so they throw it to this district judge where you have this hack prosecutor, Cyrus Vance Jr. And their goal here is to get the president's tax records. He's working with the, uh, the National Democrats. So by hook or by crook, It's really quite shocking. 
And so they're going to need to fight it every step of the way. Fight it every step of the way. Go all the way back to the Supreme Court and do what you must because this president needs to protect his office. He needs to protect himself. And as I said at the time of the ruling by the Supreme Court, this is really John Roberts. This really creates an awful, awful precedent now where you have local, state, federal prosecutors now can go after a president's finances under the thinnest of pretexts. Just preposterous. A left-wing elected Democrat district attorney. It's so frustrating. One of the things we're, we're learning right now is the difference between what we conservatives believe and what the radical left believes. We believe in the rule of law. They believe in anarchy. We respect our founders and our history. They want to tear them down. We believe in liberty. They believe in tyranny. We believe in the truth. Well, they believe what they hear on CNN or read in the New York Times. Now, our friends at the Media Research Center have captured this beautifully in some billboards they just put up. And I love their billboards. And they read, believe in America, not the media. Believe in America, not the media. You can't really believe in both, can you? People who believe in our country and love our country, they're not watching CNN. They're not reading the New York Times. That's where people go when they want to hear how horrible America is, the 1619 Project, and on and on. I think this is the perfect rallying cry for these times. Believe in America and not the media. And the MRC is also making bumper stickers that say this, and you can get one for free by going to mrcsticker.com. Let's put a million of these on our cars. One per car, not a million on a car. That's mrcsticker.com. Just go to mrcsticker.com. Get your free Believe in America, Not the Media bumper sticker from the MRC today. Slap it on the back bumper. Perfect. It's like we'll all be communicating with each other. That's mrcsticker.com. Well, look, I've got a lot of great callers, and I've got a lot of great matters that I want to discuss. So let's dip back into the callers for a moment. Let's do that, and then we'll move on for a little bit. Let's go to uh, Donna, Frederick, Maryland, the great WMAL. How are you, Donna? Hi, doing well, thank you. How are you, Mark? Okay, thank oh, you. Oh, that's good. Thank you for having me on. By I'm... the way, Donna, I'm going to be on Hannity's TV show at about 9 p.m., almost immediately after the show on Fox, 9 p.m. Eastern. I hope you'll join us. Oh, I absolutely will, and I'm looking forward to it. I wanted to say to you, I was left speechless by your opening monologue, and it, you know, I was thinking about this Biden-Sanders manifesto thing that they've come up with, and it reminded me of when I made the mistake of buying that book, The Coming Insurrection, and I was Mm. reading the preface of it, and I was so repelled and so disgusted by it, I literally flattened it with my Bible, and I haven't picked it up since. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it just, if we don't save America... We'll never get America back. I mean, that's what this election's going to be. What I'm worried about is all the interference that these radicals are running to destroy the actual election process. And I'm hoping that the good people, the law and order people that we're all waiting to, to pounce on these thugs, will actually do something about this. Because it is getting to a point where I'm afraid we might not be able to turn back. No, we won't. We won't, because once they institute these things, it's much harder to undo them. 
And they know that. They, they know how to abuse our republic, the Constitution, and liberty. Because that's what tyranny is all about. Tyranny is a poison. And tyranny uses liberty to destroy liberty. And that's exactly what they're doing. Donna, thank you for your call. I appreciate it. Make sure you watch Sunday's show on Fox. Let's go to Roland. Uh, this is Roanoke. XM, is that Roanoke, Virginia? No, sir. It's in Louisiana. Louisiana. I'm, in Lafayette. I'm in Lafayette now. So. All right. XM Satellite. Go right ahead. Okay. How you doing, Mark? All Thanks right. Taking my call, man. You got it. Speak to, speak to me, speak to me, hey, speak to me, speak to me. Mark, you know, there's a lot of things scaring me around, but one of the main things that's scaring me right now is what these people want to do to our kids. You mm-hmm. know, what they're trying to teach them in school. You know, we, when we grew up, first of all, my parents taught me individual responsibility. Mm-hmm. A lot of people aren't doing these days. I see it on TV day in and day out, all these riots, you know. You see all these youngsters out there disrespecting police, disrespecting authority. And the scary part is, is that you got, you know, government, you know, governors, mayors. I never thought I'd see the day in this country where you see mayors and governors turn on our police. Mm-hmm. That's just that's just scary. I, I don't understand what's happening to this country. But the more and more I see every day is just unbelievable to me. And, what's and, happened is the Marxists call them what you will, have taken over the Democrat Party, and the Democrat Party runs the, uh, the metropolitan areas of this country. And so what you see is, remember what Marx talked about, destroying the existing society, destroy it by violence and despotism if you must, but destroy it. And so that's what they're doing. People don't understand who these mayors are. I do understand who these mayors are. I, you know, I got kids going to college. You know, my grandkids are about to go to college, you know. And we, I, I have conversations with them. You know, we talked about socialism, difference between socialism, capitalism. I try to explain the best that I can. You know, I don't know it all. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I have, a, I have one of my grandkids, the second in his class, okay? He goes to, to uh, I, in his high school, he's second in his class. He's about to go to college, and he goes, well, what about Finland? And I'm like, Finland, yeah, right. Finland? Yeah, I, I said, well, Finland, to begin with, is the size of a trailer park in Dallas. Mm-hmm. That's it, and, uh, you know, it's, it's not socialist. Tell them to name five things that are important to society that have come out of Finland. Yes, sir. Any, any country can be socialist economically. Any country can be a police state. It's this country that's so remarkable. It's this country that's gone against the tide of mankind. And to think that we live in the finest country that mankind has ever established. And that... Millions of people have died to defend. And here we are, fat and happy, AOC, Joe Biden, they're going to take it all away. Well, I say we have to fight. We've got to fight. All right, my friend, I appreciate your call. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Melia in Canada. Melia in Canada, Sirius Satellite, how are you? I'm well. How are you today, Mark? Okay, thank you. Excellent. Okay, I am really excited to be speaking to you because actually before, when I tried to call into your show, I couldn't call with my cell phone because it was said that I, this number was not available in my area, ah. which uh, is just the CRTC's, the government arm of suppression. Where, where, are, where, where in Canada are you? 
I'm calling from Alberta. Okay. Canada's a big country. Alberta, okay. It is. But uh, I'm just calling because I am absolutely imploring every American listening to this show that to get out and vote for Donald Trump. Because if Donald Trump doesn't get into that office, North America is going to fall. Because the guy we have up here in our country, if you think Bernie Sanders is a crazy communist kook, he hasn't got anything. Him and Trudeau are cut from the exact same cloth. Exact. Uh, this guy up here is, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be over. It'll and you know, over. and you know, the over. other thing, Maria, I haven't even gotten into foreign policy. Can you imagine Xi staring down Biden? He'll have him for lunch. Oh my God! Uh, Trudeau is his poodle. Mm-hmm. That's his lap dog. He do, Trudeau doesn't like the whole thing. We've got the the um, uh, financial officer here under house arrest for uh, Hawaii. What, what's the the communication thing? Yeah, close Hawaii. enough. Yeah. Okay. And he, they have been, you mm-hmm. know, sort of threatening. Uh, Trudeau in ways to, you know, we want this woman back. Meanwhile, she's in house arrest and her multi-million dollars... She's in house arrest where? In Vancouver, British Columbia, in her multi-million dollar mansion. Meanwhile, China in... Um, this is, this uh, is a Chinese national. She is a Chinese national. She's a spy. Uh, well, you know, she was uh, breaking the law there. You guys mm-hmm. caught her. She mm-hmm. happened to be here, and now she's trying to get out of our country. But they have taken two gentlemen, who are the, the two Michaels, who are now in jail in a, some crazy Chinese gulag. God yeah, that's what they do. They took where. two Canadians, threw them in jail, and said, okay, we'll make a swap. No, that's not what's happening. They what's happening? Real fast, because I'm running out of time. We don't even know if they're alive anymore. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's serious. This is uh, serious stuff. That's just the tip of the iceberg. That's just one thing. All right, Maria. I want to thank you very, very much. You're right. And I want you to hear unscripted Joe Biden, who hasn't practiced his speech on a teleprompter for the last four or five days. I want you to hear this montage from Newsbusters. Cut one, go. First mainstream African-American. Yeah who is articulate and bright and clean and nice-looking guy. I mean, it's, that's a storybook, man. Yeah. There is a part of Biden that feels more Reagan-esque that way. You're like, ah, it's Grandpa. It's Uncle Idiot. Joe. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Those oh-that-Joe moments are part of his political charm. I'm beginning to see why your wife left you. So much of what is appealing about him to a lot of voters is the fact that he's authentic. I got hairy legs. The fact that he doesn't yeah. always seem scripted. The kids used to come up reach in the pool and rub my leg down. Your AR-14s are okay. This is not okay. Hold on, hold on. All right. Hey, let's you want to There's a lot of guys. Biden yesterday uh, showed the other side of his humanity, uh, and that is he's a fighter. You're full And some people see that as charming, a candidate who's willing to air it out face-to-face with a guy. This is going to be a net plus for Joe Biden. Ashton Carter, Joe Biden, the vice president, was swearing him in to be defense secretary. He waved his wife over and... uh, little hands-on treatment from the vice president. Everybody knows he's a touchy-feely guy, and he's just very friendly. He is. He was reportedly... No, actually, we call that fondling and molestation. But 
I won't play with semantics. Go ahead. Spread love. Coon said Maggie was not uncomfortable at all. They're going to put you all back in chains. He's making an historic reference he may not have been right to do, but it certainly wasn't malignant. I'm not even sure it had any anything to do with race. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone. Still, he is a master of the Thank quick you, recovery. Make sure the kids hear words. These qualities are almost endearing to voters. We choose truth over facts. They find him more believable because he makes missteps every so often. All right, Chuck. Thank you very much. Uh, all right. Uh, it's Chris, I mean, but anyway. Chris. These gaffes are also a part of who he is as a politician. We've never allowed any crisis from the Civil War straight through to the pandemic of 17, all the way around 16. We have never, never let our democracy take second fiddle. We, we can both have a democracy and elections and at the same time correct the public health. Yeah, I guess we can. I'll be right back. So ridiculous. We have the President of the United States who flies from city to city campaigning, and we have Joe Biden who basically... uh, Sits on a toilet all day long. Or looks at his screen. I guess he's looking at porno. I don't know what the guy's doing. Unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, the Genesel summer blowout sale heats up. And for a limited time, get a $30 instant coupon, which is applied automatically to your online or phone order. It's that easy. Just go to Genesel.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Or call 800-SKIN-604, 800-SKIN-604. Listen to what Beverly from Huntsville, Alabama had to say about Genesel. Oh, my God, I love this product. I saw a difference the second time I used it and recommend to everyone if they have a problem with their jawline. My daughter, she said, even told me I look younger than last week. Now it's your turn to look years and even decades younger, just like Beverly. Results are guaranteed, or you simply get 100% of your money back. It's that easy. Order Genesel now, and Chaminet will double your order free for a limited time. And for results in just minutes, the Genesel Immediate Effects is also free. Get double your order free, plus a surprise luxury gift, but you have to call them. 800-SKIN-604, 800-SKIN-604. Or visit Genesel.com, Genesel.com. That's Genesel.com. Mr. Producer, will Joe Biden be giving his own speech or will he be giving the speech of a former Labor Party leader? I'm just curious. There hasn't been a decent speech. Forget about great or even good. A decent speech. This whole goofball convention, they're just angry, they're yelling. It makes you wonder, if they were in the street, they'd probably be attacking the Portland Federal Courthouse. They'd probably be throwing Molotov cocktails. Mr. Community Organizer, man, he was angry. Oh, he's angry. As he's raking in a fortune and preaching socialism. You know, the hypocrites are the worst, and Obama's the biggest hypocrite out there. They're the worst. Do we have time? How much time do we have here? Jake Tapper on CNN, speaking of the worst... He's become a real uh, clown show in and of himself. 
And this is on CNN yesterday. Cut to go. Um, in the last week or so, you were talking about the future of the Republican Party uh, if Trump wins or if he doesn't. Um, in the last week or so, uh, two completely unhinged conspiracy theorists. You mean, uh, wait a minute, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, AOC, Presley, the whole Russia collusion crowd? Finally, Jake, you're pro- reporting the news. Finally. Go ahead. Some complete bigots as well oh. have won Republican congressional nominations. Marjorie Taylor Greene in Georgia in a Republican district and Laura Loomer in Florida in a district that leans Democratic. President Trump has praised both of them, gone out of his way to say. Let me positive- explain something to you, you mental midget. This is about numbers. And maybe when your party, this guy used to work for Handgun Control Inc., Marjorie Margolis Mezvinsky, Salon, another left-wing publication, before he tripped into ABC and now CNN. I have a deal. We'll trade you these two individuals if you remove your two anti-Semites. What do you think about that, Jake? You spent no time. In fact, you celebrate your anti-Semites. You celebrate them. Incredible. I don't even know who these two women are. But you celebrate your anti-Semites, Jake. You schmo. I'll be right back. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, this final hour of the podcast is sponsored exclusively by AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we care about, faith, family, and freedom. Thank you for listening, and please support AMAC. And you can become a member at amac.us slash join. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building we've once again made contact with our leader Mark Levin Hello America, Mark Levin here our number 877-381-3811 877-381-3811 reminder in one hour, 9 p.m. Eastern 6 p.m. Pacific I will be on Hannity on the Fox News Channel. Also, the president's going to be on uh, later in the Hannity show, so it should be a wonderful show, actually. I know I'm ready to roll. I want to remind you of something, because when Joe Biden reads his speech for the 400th time, uh, I guarantee you they're going to, he's going to blame the president for the China virus. And this is something that they hope will resonate. And, of course, they have people like Jake Tapper and Wolf Blitzer and the other propagandists and Democrat Party operatives in the media who help them along. So people are confounded and confused if they watch those particular networks and programs. This was all handled in terms of hospitals, hospital beds, ventilators and all. That's the job of a governor. It's a job of a governor when there's not a pandemic. The president to decide how many hospitals states have, how many ventilators they have. They don't make decisions about who's to be in nursing homes and who isn't. All those decisions are made by governors. That's why we elect governors. This president was filling in the gaps that governors left where governors failed. And you can see the different reactions in the different states. 
and the different levels of accomplishment and failure. And this is why we have states and we don't have decisions coming on from high with Anthony Fauci. We'd all be without masks and then with masks. We'd all think this is no big deal and then it is a big deal. I'm telling you, you've got to watch Sunday. I deal with this in the second half of the program. We directly deal with Dr. Fauci, as a matter of fact. But all that said, the top 10 states where deaths have occurred, both in absolute numbers and a percentage of, uh, of the population per million, have been run by Democrats. New Jersey and New York at the very top. And Governor Murphy of New Jersey and Governor Cuomo of New York have had vital roles in this convention. Vital roles. Simone Sanders is actually quite an articulate lady. I wish she were on our side. I wish she was sharing our our viewpoints, but she's not. She was with Sanders, and now she's with Biden. She's a senior advisor to, uh, uh, to Biden. I want you to hear what she had to say about the Obama-Biden White House. Cut, five, go. We are going to reassert Vice President Biden's position, which is in a Biden administration, uh, his children will not have offices in the West Wing. They will no, not No, 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 no. They'll have offices in Beijing and in the Ukraine, I suspect. Go ahead. Administration officials, um, they will uphold, a Biden administration will uphold the policies that the Obama Biden administration upheld as it relates to um, really ensuring that we're not crossing lines here. The ethics policy, there was a very high ethics bar in the Obama Biden White House. Really? Well, if you're a real reporter, you better be nervous because, as I recall, Barack Milhouse Benito Obama sicked the FBI on reporters. The Associated Depressed, a New York Slimes reporter, and a Fox News reporter. In fact, he was so abusive that back then, even the New York Times objected to what he had been doing. As I recall, it was the Obama-Biden administration that was spying on members of Congress doing the Iran uh, deal and the debate. Remember that, ladies and gentlemen? As well as the uh, Prime Minister of Israel. Very ethical, I thought. As I recall, the, uh, the Obama CIA director, what's that idiot's name? Brennan the Red. Uh, they were tapping into the computers of certain committees in Congress. Very, very ethical, ladies and gentlemen. Very ethical. As I recall... Under the uh, Obama-Biden administration, with that happy-go-lucky Eric Holder, uh, they were literally arming the drug cartels in Mexico that resulted in the death of one of our ICE agents. Remember that? Very ethical. As I recall, it was the Obama-Biden administration that sicked the IRS on conservative groups and Tea Party groups prior to his re-election effort, just in time. But of course, he knew nothing about it. Because the buck doesn't stop with him. As I recall, it was the Obama-Biden administration that used the FBI to spy on the Trump campaign and then try to destroy the president-elect and then the president and the intelligence agencies unmasking and leaking left and right. So that's what you have to look for, the highest ethical standards possible. And of course... 
where Donald Trump has every reason to be extremely proud of his family, of his kids. Joe Biden has no reason to be proud of Hunter Biden. He was a cokehead. He had to leave the military. Serious questions about what he did in Ukraine and China. He denied uh, the, uh, a baby that was born to a woman who he clearly impregnated while he was dating his deceased brother's wife. And this woman, Simone Sanders, actually spins it. Every reason to be proud of Ivanka Trump and his son-in-law, Jared Kushner, and his son, Eric, and his son, Don Jr., and the other children and, and relatives. Every reason to be proud of them. They've done a hell of a job for the country and for their father. Hunter Biden? Seriously? No, I don't think so. And then there's Tara Reid, if we're talking about ethics. The Democrat Party gets away with the worst hypocrisy. Ted Kennedy was for women's rights. Ted Kennedy was a Chappaquiddick, for God's sakes. Joe Biden was his wingman. May I use that uh, Eric Holder phrase? They got along great, those two. They loved each other. They were just very, very close. Like McCain, too. They, They were just great. And Joe Biden is, as I said, a character assassin on my program. The way he went after Robert Bork, a wonderful man. The way he went after Clarence Thomas, a wonderful man. And other people. Vicious as hell. But there's this little problem out there. The media have vetted Donald Trump left and right on personal matters. They even have their little hatchet man in Manhattan trying to get a hold of his tax returns under a phony pretext. There's Tara Reid, who worked for Joe Biden. She wasn't at the convention. She didn't get to speak. Her name almost never comes up. She accused Joe Biden of rape. Digital rape. And others have come forward. They're all over the Internet. And basically said that Joe Biden fondled them. And so we just had to forget about all that. But what about Trump? We heard about Trump. Trump's been examined over and over again. The guy hiding out in the basement, maybe he's hiding out in the basement wearing a raincoat, Mr. Producer, if you get my drift. But here's Tara Reid, who is on Fox News Digital, because apparently nobody else wants to listen to her at an important time like this. Hat tip, New York Post, cut six, go. And I communicated with other people who are watching this, who had very visceral reactions to what's happening and how sexual assault is being basically, we're being gaslighted, right, collectively. Um, they're They're pretending that they're the upholders of the Me Too, like a shield. But meanwhile, some of their main, you know, democratic elites, some of the main powerful people involved with the party are actually perpetrators themselves. And it's this denial, this collective denial and gaslighting of survivors that is so concerning to me. And frankly, I think the Democratic National Committee is complicit um, because they're not just ignoring it. They're participating it in continuing the behavior and enabling those perpetrators. Mm -hmm. But don't worry, they apparently have the white college college educated suburban women all wrapped up. That's what we hear. 
apparently they're all wrapped up. The Democrats are already counting their votes. It's not a problem. Does Tyron Reed matter? This woman's going on the record. She's talking about what took place to her. She and her family were all Democrats. She, she was so excited to work for Senator Biden. And she's only come forward in the last year or so, and she's trashed. She's trashed. See, this Me Too movement is phony. It's absolutely phony. When it comes to Joe Biden. Joe Biden's not held to account. So we're told, you heard what uh, Simone Sanders, a paid shill, had to say. Highest ethical policy. Highest ethical policy. So Tara Reid doesn't exist. And she's right. The Democrat convention, the National Committee, is complicit. Nancy Pelosi is complicit. When these Democrats and these leftists tell you that they care about women, they don't care about women any more than they care about men, any more than they care about this country. They view us as a mass, and they divide us into groups, and they hope we're at each other's throats, and they try and get us worked up to hate each other. Then they go around talking about unity. Unity. They're for unity. And they're for the people. And yet every single program and policy and agenda item they have centralizes government in the hands of the few who oppose their will on the people, in the name of the people. How many more societies have to be destroyed? How many more people have to be destroyed? How much more poverty do we have to see to know that this is a, is a lie, this whole notion of socialism, Marxism, progressivism, statism? Americanism is reality. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead, A-M-A-C dot U-S. From the Free Beacon, two groups that provide operational support, listen, for six bailout funds in the nation's largest cities have lengthy history of supporting socialist militias in Latin America. The Alliance for Global Justice and the Movement Alliance Project together provide administrative assistance to half a dozen bail charities operating in Arizona, Colorado, New York, Pennsylvania, and Vermont. In other words, bailing out the rioters. The uh, 
Alliance for Global Justice has a lengthy track record of pro-Sandinista organizing in Latin America, while the Movement Alliance Project models itself on the Mexican Zapatistas, a militant front for socialist revolutionaries. A celebrity-led fundraising effort directed some $90 million to community bail funds in the days and weeks following the death of George Floyd, ostensibly donated to assist protesters. At least some of that money has provided an unprecedented cash boom to bail charities operating under the auspices of extreme groups. So these communist front groups, that's what they are, are raising a ton of money. And they're raising a ton of money in the United States from basketball players and football players, from celebrities, perhaps Oprah Winfrey and her ilk, I don't know, raising a ton of money from the leftists in this country to bail out violent predators. Every day we see another example of somebody being beaten to a pulp. This is not going to continue. It's simply not going to continue. At some point, at some point, another match is going to be inflaming the situation. And there's going to be pushback. There will be pushback. We are a people that won World War II, that stormed the beaches of Normandy, that stormed Iwo Jima and Guam, who fought across Europe. We're a people who fought a civil war. We, the Americans, all of us, of casualties of 15, 20, 25, 30, 35,000 in a single battle. Do you think we, as a people, are going to tolerate the continuation of a very small percentage of the population? Destroying our cities, destroying our communities, brutalizing other human beings. We have men in Afghanistan, we have men in Syria, we have special forces all over the world, we have men in this country who fought in Vietnam, fought in Korea, in other wars, in Iraq. You think we're not capable of putting this down? There's going to be a point at which people are going to rise up. I'm not talking about Antifa. I'm not talking about Black Lives Matter organization. I'm talking about Americans who love their country of all stripes and all races. They are not going to, we, put up with this forever. This is a powder keg ready to blow up. A powder keg. And should Joe Biden win, and if people really believe they're going to lose their homes and lose their jobs and lose their liberty, they're not going to sit still for this. They simply won't. We're not a European country. We're not a third world country. This is America. We're not Canada. We're not Australia. This is America. America. 
we're not going to tolerate this forever. The fact that the Democrat Party is, is carrying the flag of the Marxists, of the anti-Americans, that is not a surprise to me, as they carried the flag of the Confederacy and the segregationists. That flag represents Americanism, not Marxism, not the Confederacy, Americanism. That's the kind of ism we are. The vast majority of the people in this country. God forbid if we lose this election and they institute these policies and they eviscerate the United States military and they eviscerate what's left of law enforcement. They eviscerate federal law enforcement. They open our borders. People aren't going to stand for this. You're going to push them around and bully them and take their wealth from them and take their tax and raise taxes and take their income from them. You're going to tell them where they can live and how they can live. Don't I go put up with this crap? People with, with guts who are patriots, who have leadership and statesmanship qualities from one community to another, they're going to rise up. They're not going to put up with this. If the republic is under attack, if the constitution's under attack, if our entire system's under attack, we're not going to roll up in a fetal position and just, and just hope for the best. That's not who we are. I'll be right back. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead. A-M-A-C dot U-S. Mark Levin, making conservatism great again. Dial in now, 877-381-3811. Literally in 30 minutes, at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, I will be on Hannity, on Fox. I hope you'll watch us. The president's going to be on the program, too. should be fascinating. One or two sentences of Obama, because I want to hit a point at the DNC convention yesterday. Cut 11, go. Americans of all races joining together to declare, in the face of injustice and brutality at the hands of the state, that black lives matter. See that? Now, black lives matter, he means the organization. That's what I take him to mean. Black lives matter is a Marxist, anti-Semitic, 
anti-nuclear family, anti-American group. I'm going to keep fighting this because we cannot allow the day to come when we embrace such an organization. When we embrace such an organization. And you see the hypocrisy of the Marxist and the statist and the whateverist. He talks about brutality at the hands of the state. And yet the Marxist wants a bigger state, a more powerful state, a more brutal police state. So they attack the status quo in order to take control of the state. That's what they do. That's who they are. Let's go to Tom, Glendora, California, 870 The Answer, the great KRLA, where I am live and national. Tom, go right ahead, please. Well, thank you very much, Mark. It's an honor to talk to one of the bravest, most brilliant, feisty, in the best way, relentless patriots. You're going to save the country, I hope, from my mouth to God's ears. Mark, I'm a 75-year-old geezer. And what really motivated my call was listening to the great Paul Kenger, whom you have on, had on, with that great book, The Devil and Karl Marx. Mm -hmm. He exposed in a way that I was frightened and uh, by and unaware of. This guy, Marx, literally sold himself to the and the devil, Satan, and his comment, everything that exists deserves to perish. And the Democrats, yes, I replaced the C with an N. The Democrats, whether willfully or not, are promoting an agenda that is diametrically opposite to the good, decent, Judeo-Christian God of the Bible, who demands of us that we realize he and only he is the one that gives us our inalienable rights. He and only he can give us liberty. In God we trust liberty. He and only he tells us we must love and respect all people, Asian, black, white, Hispanics. We're all children of God. E pluribus unum. And the Democrats, as you so eloquently and frighteningly pointed out, are destroying every aspect of our lives, from the cars we drive, our economy, our ability to worship God, on and on and on ad nauseum. And if we don't stop Biden and Harris and the whole Democrat agenda, we are going to lose, Mark, as you pointed out so eloquently, we will lose very soon the best nation in the history of civilization. And if we do, this old geezer is going to be out there fighting to the death to save this God-given beacon of freedom and hope. All right, Tom. Tom, you speak for many, many people and beautifully. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. And I have to say this, too. It does upset me that so many of our senior citizens who've been great patriots, big contributors to society, who've raised their families, grandkids and great-grandkids, they don't know how much more they ha- the life they have on the planet Earth, have to watch this and have to wonder what the hell happened. And when I'm gone, what's this country going to look like? I think about that a lot. And I want them to know this. We're going to do everything humanly possible to preserve this country. We have no choice. 
We have no choice. This is our home. We have children. We have grandchildren. Despite the fact that they are diminished and attacked as being people of privilege. And again, I speak of all races. Anybody who is successful in the society, you're under attack. Even by other people who are even more successful. We're not going anywhere. People really do talk to me. What are we going to do? Where are we going to go? What country? Let them go to another country. I'm not going to another country. I'm keeping my ass right where it is. In this country. You don't give up our country. When American blood and guts has been spilled from one continent to another to defend this country, we're going to give up to Antifa and Black Lives Matter and LeBron James and Joe Biden. They're going to chase us out of our own country like hell they will. I'm not going anywhere. Let them leave. If the country's so awful, let them find paradise somewhere else. We're not going anywhere. And no, I'm not giving up my home. I'm not giving up my many weapons and ammunition. I'm not giving up my liberty. I'm not giving up my nuclear family. I'm not giving up a damn thing. What do you think of that? Nobody gets to bully Americans. Not some small percentage of the population that these damn mayors allow to run roughshod over their cities. Are you kidding? A hundred or two hundred of these punks? I am not provoking anything. I am observing. And I am saying this will not go on forever. Because the American people are tolerant to a fault, but to a point. We are not going to be lectured by millionaires and billionaires. Self-serving, self-promoting, self-righteous actors and actresses and politicians and, and bureaucrats and professional athletes. They can all go to hell. People work hard every damn day to provide for their family, to pay their taxes, to follow the rules, to try and make a nice home and environment for their family, to live the American dream. And if some citizens choose not to, that's their problem. There's no damn systemic racism or systemic anything else in the freest country on the face of the earth. And they know it's the freest country on the face of the earth. Because if there was a freer one and a better one, they'd take their asses and go there. But they don't. They don't. I'm sick of this country being put down. I'm sick of the people of this country being put down. I'm sick of the racism by those who claim racism in the media. I'm sick and tired of all of it. That's right. And all week long, the Democrat Party, 
trashing our country, trashing American ingenuity, trashing American success, trashing our principles. Not once did they talk about individual liberty. Not once. Not once did the phrase Bill of Rights come out of their big mouths. Not once did they praise the hardworking, brave men and women who are trying to secure our borders and secure our cities and secure our towns. Not once. Not once did they thank the United States military. Not once did they thank the hardworking people of this country. Democrat, Republican, no party, blue-collar, white-collar, union, non-union. Not once did they thank us. Not once. And I'm sick and tired of it. Mark, you don't understand. I understand plenty. I understand plenty. I'll be right back. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead. A-M-A-C dot U-S. I'll be on Hannity in 15 minutes on Fox. Martha, Miramar, Florida. How are you, Martha? You're on the air, Martha. Go right ahead. Yeah, hi, Mark. I I understand your frustration. Let me tell you something. Our son is a police officer, and with everything that's going on, we're very worried. And Uh I went ahead and I purchased some shirts for, you know, Blue Lives through the police. Mm-hmm. And we are, like, literally frightened to wear those shirts. My husband, we were going through the store the other day. He's like, can I wear this? And I told him, no, take this off. What is this? What happened to our freedom? We have no freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, like, petrified because it's like I was going to wear it to go on a march, but then I found out that all these cops got beat up and hit with sticks and everything, protecting the people that were marching for Because the cops are not allowed to fight back. They're not allowed to fight back. They're not allowed to use the tools they have. They're not allowed to use their billy clubs. They're not allowed to use their tasers. They're not allowed to use rubber bullets. And if their lives, if their lives are seriously threatened, they're not allowed to use live ammunition. And so these bastards know it. And it's so a free season on brutalizing the cops. It's disgusting. 
it's disgusting and it's really sad. And Mark, thank you so much for what you do. I understand your frustration and we're all with you. We all love you. We love Donald Trump and we love your crew and God bless you all. Take thank care you. And, and best to your son and your family. God bless you. Brian, Clearwater, Florida, the great WHNZ. Go. Hello. Hello. Uh, hi. Yeah, this hi. is Brian. And what I wanted to say was uh, that uh, on the Democrats' to-do list is uh, the minimum wage is not going to do anything except raise costs um, and you know raise prices on businesses, products, and reduce employees. Do you understand? For the left, it's redistribution of wealth. And if you can't afford it, you can go under, then they're going to guarantee them a government salary. For them, they don't give a damn about the people who, who pay the bills. They could care less. They don't care yeah, if you go out I'm... of business. It means nothing to them. That's and right. exactly, and, and of course, that's what's going to happen, isn't it? That's exactly right. And then on, as far as uh, free tuition for colleges, colleges are really... They're not teaching people. They're indoctrinating people. Exactly. And, and, I, and I've said that's why Bernie Sanders wants free tuition for colleges, because the more people they can indoctrinate, indoctrinate with this Marxist poison for free, uh, the more they're going to do it. And so we keep creating a generation of people, not all of them, obviously, who hate their own country. And, that's and, I, and, I, and I've talked about this. And I've said, we have to start defunding these colleges and universities. Most of them are funded heavily by states, somewhat by the federal government, always by tuition, in many cases parents. We have got to use the power of the purse to start defunding them and punishing them. And if they won't change, put them out of business. Well, I hope that happens because it needs to happen. I actually consider colleges more of a national security risk than even... The borders are maybe even Iran. You know why? Because if you're voting Democrat, you're pretty much... Um... Well, luckily, we don't have to choose. They're all a problem. All right, yeah. Brian, you take care of yourself. Debbie, Marstown, New Jersey, the great WABC. Go. You're on, Hello? Debbie. Yes, go right ahead, please. Hey, Mark, it's Debbie from Marstown, New Jersey. How are you? Good, thank you. Uh, good. Um, I was recently in Lisbon, Portugal, and I was very surprised at the amount of communism signs that were lining the streets of Portugal. And I asked the travel guide that was with us, what was that, was that all about? And they were, she was expressing that it is a very strong movement in Europe and that people are leaving their estates to fund communism. And I was taken back because whatever happens in Europe seems to come our way a year or two later. And it's coming um, this fall, I think, and it's undergirding everything that's happening. Well, you're quite right. The the black, the, uh, excuse me, the Antifa movement actually began in Great Britain, spread to Germany, and then spread to the United States. That's exactly what I, it's an international Marxist anarchist movement, um, and it's heavily funded by uh, by on these uh, social sites, on the internet, and also funded by uh, enemy states. And so Antifa is is exactly that, like the Bader Meinhof gang or uh, the Weather Underground, except they're better networked, they're better funded. It's exactly what's taking place. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's exactly what's taking place. Look, if the cops were free to do what they could do, this would be put down. 
The National Guard was free to do what the National Guard could do. This would be put down. This is a small percentage of the population. The problem is they're not putting it down. Thank you for your call, Debbie. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. I want to thank you. We'll be, I won't be here tomorrow. I'll be back on Monday, but please listen. We have a wonderful, wonderful host. It's Mr. Call Screener, Richie V. And I'll see you on Hannity in five minutes. God bless. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.